Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 75 Growth is the Art of Becoming Someone You Love. This is a very deep, reflective episode. I think they all are. But I posed seven questions that I'd like us to dive into. When you think about growth is the art of becoming someone you love. Most of what you are looking for in this world is the relationship you have with yourself And unless that is the starting point, everything you see outside of yourself is trying to remind you to go home. That's how I look at it. Question one, what is love? What is it? What is love really to you? And why did I start there of these questions is because you you need to define what love is to you and how you are embodying that and how you are behaving like that. And love isn't like, you know, the fairy tale side of things that are sometimes so good at like, oh, you will feel amazing and you will feel this and we feel that. I think love is freedom. <clears throat> For me, I think love is freedom. I think it is responsibility and accountability and unconditional and honest and respectful and giving and uh uh leading and um, integrity and all of these different things, right? If you were to make a list of what it means and what it embodies, the very following question you have to ask yourself is, are you behaving like that? Because if you start to, if you take the list and you start to embody it and behave like that, welcome to your growth. Welcome to the art of becoming someone you love. It's easy to look at others, especially very special people, people that just capture us in the moment. I mean, the moment, you know, and just good people and think that you love them and, and you very well can and probably do. But they are hopefully a reflection of how you were also feeling about yourself. How can you know what you know about anything and anybody else without a relatability internally to the life and the soul that you are constantly cultivating from within? So the first question you ask yourself is, what is love? Which leads to the second question, what is the relationship you have with yourself? Truly, like, what does that actually look like? What do you do with your time? How are you spending your time? With yourself and with others, but like with yourself. What does self-care look like? What does um, your, what does health look like for you? Now, the, the cool thing in me asking all these questions within these questions as well is they get to be defined by you. I don't want to define it for you. Nobody should define it for you, but you should have a relationship with the questions and the ability to sit with yourself and write it out or or reflect on it or 
you know, give yourself the moment to say like, what are, what do those things look like for me? The world is so busy doing that they're forgetting to be, and they're forgetting to even ask themselves these questions so they can actually have a place to draw from if whether or not that that's how they're living in their life. So what is the relationship you have with yourself? Really? What does that look like? That's the second question, right? So again, like, what does the health look like? What, what does a healthy lifestyle for you look like? What does uh, living well for you look like? What does peace look like for you? What does friendship look like for you? What does um, work and passion look like for you? What, does, what do hobbies look like for you? What does love, relationships, uh, you know, giving and receiving look like for you? What are all these things? Because if you can answer these things and you can provide these things for you, you're not looking for anybody else to provide them to you, but you will know when you are receiving them from anybody else because only the world will mirror how you are behaving. Question three. Why do we seek in others? What are we really, really seeking in others? Is what we are really seeking really about what we are seeking in ourselves? And yes, of course, it's a rhetorical question. The answer is yes. We can certainly admire other people for their character and their soul and the way they move. Hopefully, they teach us more about making similar decisions for ourselves. But if you are seeking answers in everybody else... The irony is, is that it actually is an inside job. And you hear this from all the gurus and all the, you know, the wonderful um, historians and philosophers. And, and it's true. It is true. Why is it an inside job? Because you're looking to affirm probably what you already know at an intuitive level. But it feels good when we can see somebody else do it or we can ask somebody else for their opinion and they can confirm that we're not crazy. We're not crazy. This goes back to the second question, the relationship, what relationship do you have with yourself? Because if you are having a closer relationship with yourself, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, and you have this friendship with yourself, you asking you, what do you need? You asking you, how are you feeling? You asking you, what would you like? You asking you, like you start to form a level of decision-making that truly shows how much you love yourself. And that's probably most likely how you'll treat others. Question four, why is it we can shape other people's kingdoms but put our own last? So if growth is the art of becoming someone you love, shouldn't you be putting your kingdom first? Society is taught that's a very selfish thing to do. Let me see if I understand this correctly. So you're saying that if I have a better relationship with myself, if I regulate my emotions, if I have a better communication skills, if I uh, operate uh, out of higher integrity and I know how to be in my honesty and truth and I know how to treat other people and I know how to do the work and I know how to be disciplined and I know how to be accountable and I know how to be responsible and I do all these things because I took the time to put me first. That's selfish in that it doesn't help the world at large. Actually, that would be false. It completely helps the world at large, 100%. And sometimes we are so quick to help and support and fix and nurture other people's kingdoms. 
and shape it and mold it and do all kinds of stuff and help them become someone they love because we maybe we are stalling on the time it takes to become someone we love growth is the art of becoming someone we love think about that so nothing wrong with supporting another's kingdom i absolutely i actually think that we are designed that way and should do that i want to support others kingdoms from my own healthy kingdom not one of depleted resources and uh energy and time and money and everything else so i have to be a supportive kingdom that is uh heavy and rich in energy and resources right exactly question five how can we truly love another without actually knowing what it means to love ourselves love is such a beautiful thing that i think gets thrown around in so many different contexts and it is truly and i actually can combine this with one of the other questions um, here in a moment, but it is truly a well-rounded blessing of this relationship of how we handle ourselves is how we'll handle anybody. So yes, you can put other people first and you can neglect yourself and you can neglect your, you know, um, what your needs are and you can, you could do all kinds of things. And then ultimately that will become the way you, in which you handle other people's life which is why you have to learn how to handle yourself love yourself in a manner that has grace and balance and harmony and um humility and respect and direction and clarity because all these things are exactly how you will handle somebody else to love somebody else at its fullest capacity is to love ourselves at our greatest capacity. That's how we love somebody else very well, by loving ourselves so endlessly. Question six. So before I get to the one that, that this one, that last one can get to, I'm gonna just go with question six, which is what is personal growth and development? What even is that? <clears throat> Why is that what our path is while we're here? Yet we can't we can spend so much time um, molding, shaping, and loving others' paths. Why is it that what our path is while we're here, we know that that's our path, personal growth and development. That is our path while we're here. We're, we're here to ascend our soul, to live out our soul's experience and mission while it's here. But we're so good at molding, shaping, and loving other people's paths. If growth is the art of becoming someone you love, love your whole mission love your whole purpose and i get it i don't know what my mission is yet i don't know what my purpose is yet that is your purpose that is your mission you figuring you out getting into all the details <clears throat> connecting the dots just connect the dots look at all the things put yourself healthily under a microscope not out of blame and out of like you know critic like extreme criticism out of curiosity Put yourself under the microscope of cur from curiosity. Like, I would love to know <clears throat> more of who I am so I can have a better relationship 
and become somebody I absolutely love more than anything. And in that, I will become everything I'm here to become. And in that, I will even be um, even more of a supporting factor in a partner with a partner with with family with community with um society with the world at large right and the last question i pose to you is can you become the person you admire the most not because of arrogance but because of love respect discipline and honesty can you become the person you admire the most it is so easy to look at people who have achieved great things and admire them. Did you admire them during their darkest hours, during all their training, during all their lows, during all their losses? Did you admire them then? Did you know about them? Were they even were, you, were they even visible to the public eye? You admire the outcome because deep down inside you know that it takes something truly vast and great to do it and you actually have that within yourself and you admire somebody else doing it because in a funny way you actually whether you think you can or you can't you can see yourself doing something just as great but in your own way so Part of admiring yourself the most is how you are dedicating your time, energy, resources, discipline, intention, attention to creating and cultivating someone in you that you love deeply, that you admire deeply, that you are constantly in personal development of cultivating that lane like you are the the picasso or the michelangelo or the leonardo da vinci like that you are you are so about what you have been given that you are chiseling away at every aspect of your life not in a rush not in some speedily manner that everybody you know says this is how it should be done and look how i did it in three years and two years and 20 years and 10 years and no just the art of whittling away at your lane and growing it and shaping it and becoming someone you love deeply. But most importantly, in that aspect, can you become the person you admire the most? And I said, not because of arrogance, but because of loving yourself, respecting yourself, the discipline to figure it out, honesty. Listen, <clears throat> you know, I, I've, I've used that expression before that I've heard, which is, you know, simple, not easy. Your life is this long marathon. Well, we we hope it's a long marathon. So, you know, can you simply approach it? Instead of, I get it, you know, we all want all the things and we want to get where we want to get to as fast as possible and where you can be very impatient and it's a lot of work. Can you just get good at loving the details of creating the masterpiece when it's done it's done when our time is done our time is done but can you love creating the masterpiece more than the final product the growth is the art of becoming someone you love can you love yourself creating yourself and never being finished 
you will never be bored. You will always have something to expand on. You will forever be growing. You will forever be expanding, right? And think about how that plays with others. Think about what that gives room and growth to other people to come along on that journey and do the same with you. We as humans make a lot of things very complex. And yes, we can all go through a lot of different struggles. I don't fundamentally believe we are here to struggle. I think our emotions and our choices and our short-term desires and our um, impatience or lack of patience really, you know, whatever it might be, definitely can get in the way of um, peace, a, a consistent stream of peace. Um, but if we can also love ourselves with all those aforementioned things, meaning like making mistakes, <clears throat> maybe, you know, foregoing a longer term gain for a short term desire met, uh, or <clears throat> anything that we do, maybe and being impatient, if we can acknowledge it, understand it, have a relationship with it reverse it and keep moving forward we learn that love is not always um, admiring our highest selves but having grace with our lowest selves right and that is also how you would make for a greater partner to anybody else because if you love yourself at your highest and best self And you also have, you also love yourself with having grace and compassion and empathy and patience with your lower self. You begin to understand um, unconditional love through respect and honesty and trust and um, intention. And I think that's why truly growth is the art of becoming someone you love. And you take things from the world a lot less personally. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, I've said I'll say this countless times because I love to. Like, imagine, I mean, you have such a great relationship with yourself and someone's going to come at you, you know, and tell you like, well, you're this. And you're like, ah, listen, okay, I may be many things and I know what I am. <laughs> okay, like I'm, I'm aware, you know, but my heart is good. And I love where I'm coming from and I love how I'm doing things. And uh, I do make mistakes and I acknowledge when I do and I love how I handle them too. When you become a person like that, you become a person I think that a lot of others can also rely on, right? So I love the quote, growth is the art of becoming someone you love because I really believe that relationship turns into everything else that you reflect out into the world and receive back. So thank you for tuning in. As always, I love you guys. Please leave a written review on Apple. Yes, I will always ask for you. You guys, if you haven't done it yet and you're listening to this right now, please know I am talking directly to you. I appreciate you for tapping into Apple on your iPhone, you know, scrolling down after you find my podcast. You leave the five stars and you leave the written review. It means so much to me. Um, And it means even greater expansion of the show for the rest of the world to find it. So thank you guys. I appreciate you as always. And until next episode, 
I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.